0: Showdown, hoedown, Thursday version, Thursday, we got golf going, yes, I love PGA, college football coming up, NFL coming up, what a fucking time to be alive, you just cannot beat October as the best sports month in the entire year. I'll fight you. I will fight you on it, you mother father. What's up, new guy? I'm the Degenerate 75. I'm a DFS content creator who is here to help you get a little bit better at DFS. If you don't know, you probably suck at it like 90% of people do, and you don't even know why you suck. And I promise you the answer isn't getting fucking picks and plays from dipshits on YouTube. So, this show is going to focus on another P called Process. I encourage you to hang around. I'll try to walk you through the game a little bit and help you get a little bit better without spoon feeding you picks. If you find you like the cut of my jib, you check out that schedule right there, you mother father. I do this every Monday and Thursday, the showdown hoedown where we break down the Monday night and Thursday night game. I also have a stream Saturday night where I'll be baking down the main slate for DraftKings on Sunday, so check that out. And uh, I also do uh, golf and college football, and don't forget about my show to preview every Tuesday. This next week, uh, it will be on my station this past week. It's over on Mayo Media Network, me and Tambo. Encourage you to go check it out. Also, you should know up front, the big guy's not a poor, so hit the like, you donkey. Every one of you that hits the like is going to be eligible for the drawing. Make sure to t- Toss a question or two in the chat and uh, that will get you eligible to build a ticket with me which I will split with you 50 50 because unlike others I'm not a poor. Alright let's talk a little contest selection tonight. You know as always you got the millionaire maker which is you know whatever uh, I get it if you're going to play in a bit here's what I'll always tell you. It, don't, if you're going to play in this you got to put 150 items in it if you do that I'll leave you alone. If you don't have enough stones to do that well then stop putting it in there right. This is why This is why. Like NFL go watch any NFL fantasy uh, NFL YouTube station and just watch their numbers go down. August, September, October, November, December. Why does that happen? Because dipshits out there go put all their money in the millionaire maker and burn through their whole bankroll by the first week of October because they're dipshits. Don't be that guy. Get into better structured contests, make your money last, get more get sweats more commonly because you're in better structured contests. And when you do, hopefully hit that one or two good lineups a year, you get some real money back on it as opposed to like a you know like 3 to 1 on your money because you're in a shitty structure, okay? That's what it's all about. Don't be one of these guys that contributes to this chart right here because you have no bankroll management and you just spam lineups, okay? Don't be that guy. Uh, and, and I'm telling you, this is just something I've really latched on to this year. Just playing contests with less than 2,000 people. It makes it so much more enjoyable, right? Like this $50 single entry right here, 1,700 entrants in it. Just go up in that one, man. It's such a good contest. 10% is first place. 10th uh, uh, place is one-tenth of first. I mean, it's just such a better structured contest. And you're like, I don't, I can't afford no 50 bucks. Dude, there's like a million fucking contests on here for you to play, right? Just go sort by total prizes and then just start scrolling down and finding ones with under 2,000 people, right? right? Here's a $27 one, right? Uh, here is a, we'll find a cheap one for you. Uh, here's a $2 one, right? Can you afford two bucks? If you can't use your, I mean, that's weird. That's weird. Okay. So there you go. That's, that's contest selection. I'm not going to dive into it. Good payout structures, fewer con uh, get people that don't have a bajillion people in them and don't enter contests that you can't max in or you're just going to be part of this chart right here. And you don't want to be that guy. All right. The, of course, don't forget for week long. Go hop in my contest right now. It's in the description of this video. Let's get it filled early so I don't have to tweet shit out Sunday morning. And be like, get in my contest. So the link is in here. It is a five dollars three max reduced rake. Join it. I'll give you a shout out. I will build a lineup with you if you win it and you're flying the flag. Uh, and it helps build the community. I appreciate all of you guys. The football turnout this year has been great. Um, look at this on Thursday, and we got uh, uh, a, a, almost a hundred people in here within five minutes of the start of the show. Right. Not bad, not bad. Also, if you don't know, I'm the sweatiest tryhard you'll ever meet. You see right there, this is called the solver, the best optimizer out there. And if you've ever thought, hey, that sweaty tryhard guy from YouTube, I bet he makes good projections and good ownership. Yes, he does. Okay? And I put him right here. So now you can not only have my projections and my ownership for every NFL, college football, and PGA slate, but you can also have this, which will take the best versions of that player pool and show you what the best lineups look like, right? I know a lot of you are casual players and you're thinking I can't afford all the them $100 fancy optimizers, bro. It's like $20 a month, right? Or uh, excuse me, 24.99 a month. If you want all sports you can get it for 39.99 in mine a month. That's not just the optimizer, that's the optimizer with all my projections in it. Just simply use that showdown hoedown symbol there when you log in, okay? All right, I think we would be remiss if we did not start. And you need to know this about me, new guy. Am I rich? I mean, I don't want—I don't know about rich, but I'll tell you this: I'm not a poor, and I can't afford the eighteen dollars a year to have a windy.com subscription, right? Which has me getting the best weather projections for every side. I don't have to use Windfinder because, once again, you need to know this. This is my thesis in life: I'm not a poor. All right. As you can see, it looks a little gusty tonight, A Little gusty, right? It's going to be 15 to se- 15 to 20 mile an hour winds with 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 30 mile an hour gusts. Okay, that ain't nothing. I don't think the rain is going to come to fruition, but what I do think we're going to see is sustained winds. And Arrowhead is kind of noted for having some swirling winds. So, uh, what is that going to affect? Well, obviously, it's going to affect the passing game. You know, so many people don't realize that uh, across a large sample, when winds are up, fantasy scoring is usually down five to seven percent. Across all games, it also will dramatically impact kickers. Right, I, I I think that that makes me. I think when the the team. Is at the 35 yard line and it's fourth and four. I think they're gonna be way more inclined to go for it tonight with these swirling winds than try to kick that field goal. So I think that needs to be factored in. That that makes kickers a little less desirable to me. And it also makes running backs slightly more appealing than wide receivers. And typically on showdown slates, I tend to favor wide receivers over running backs, okay? So to not factor in the weather tonight, I you know, like that you're probably like the same dipshits at PGA that are like, why are my guys struggling? I don't know, because it's cold and windy. Check the weather, you morons. All right, let's get over to the Rosetta Stone. Yes, this is the blank Rosetta Stone because, uh, you know, this is YouTube. If you want the fancy one, you want the colored one that has everything on it, well, come on over to my site. But More on that later. All right, we're going to go through this, and uh, we're going to touch on everybody. and then I well, That's a weird fucking statement. And then I'm going to uh, uh, answer your questions, and we'll get the hell out of here. The big guy's got a date with the gym. Let me get a swig of this cold brew. I try to get all my cold brew in by noon, but it's 12.06, and I'm still going. I'm never gonna be able to get to sleep tonight. I'm just gonna be. I'm gonna be up all night. I'm gonna be wired because of this damn coffee. Sorry, old Jewish lady. That's who I actually am. This is my fake YouTube voice. That one I was just doing. That's my real voice. All right. As always, I think we need to start with injuries. It is it is appearing that Greg Dolchish is trending towards being back tonight. Of course, uh, they, they, he has not actually been activated yet, but I feel pretty good he's going to play. He is definitely more of a pass-catching tight end than Adam Troutman, right? Adam Troutman is out there to fucking block souls, right? So, Dolchish being back, there's two things you want to know about this. One, he is not going to be on the field near as much as Troutman. And a great mathematician once told me that you have to be on the field to score fantasy points. That is what he told me, Right. So uh, Greg Doljic, he's going, if he plays, I think he is probably more of a viable option than Adam Troutman in that even though he will get way fewer uh, plays on the field, his plays, his targets will be much more valuable. We saw last year, they like to run him up the seams. They will design plays to get him uh, deep. He actually got some of the longest targets that you will see from non-elite tight ends. So if you want a guy that probably is only going to guess, I would guess maybe is going to get 20 or 25% of the snap share, but could still possibly get there. Greg Dulcich is one to consider, but you also got to ask yourself this question. How much is... Uh, You know, are they going to be throwing down the field with wind? How much are they going to be throwing down the field with a shitty quarterback like Russell Wilson? And how much is Greg Dolchitz going to play after he's been out for a long time? So keep all those things uh, in consideration, okay? The other big one is the other tight end on the other side of the ball, Travis Kelsey. We saw him go down with the leg. Was it an ankle injury last week? And I thought it was pretty bad, but he did come back in the game and he did score a touchdown, and he has said that he intends to play tonight. So, even though I have him designated with a, with a status watch, I think we do need to watch that. I think he will almost certainly be active and will be in the game, but that's not the whole story. When you're paying $11,000, you need more than just active. You need a guy who is, A, not going to be on a pitch count or limited, and you also need a guy who is going to be playing to 100% of his capabilities right because for him to pay off an $11,000 price tag we can't have Travis Kelsey dimping around at 70% right so I will be I'd be watching that right the Travis Kelsey thing's a little concerning to me it's 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 not that I worry that he's going to play it's that like how effective is he going to play because if he gets anything less than like seven catches for 94 yards and a touchdown he won't even sniff an optimal lineup so you got to be asking yourself how effective do you think he will be That that that's the question for him. If he is somehow out or limited, I think that that adds quite a bit of value to Noah Gray, Blake Bell. Not as much, by the way, Blake Bell. That's right. It's five days later. We're still celebrating whooping them Longhorns. That's right, Blake Bell, Boomer Sooner. Uh, he, I don't, I, you know, he's just a guy that maybe gets you a goal line touch or something like that. He's not a guy that's going to be getting uh, a ton of action. I think Noah Gray really eats up any usage that Travis Kelsey might leave at the tight end spot. Okay, so those are the injuries. Let's just run through all these spots right here. I'll give you a couple of uh, uh, takes on what's going on, and then at the end, you got to remember this: have a narrative, have a script, pick your script, and run with it. Okay, I know what my script's going to. Be tonight because we have a 10.5 point line right now. It's actually a pretty high total at 47.5, but that's because they're expecting Kansas City to score 29 points, right? So, is the blowout narrative there tonight? Absolutely the blowout narrative there, right? But there could also be the narrative that this game's a bit of a slog fest. Maybe these teams go conservative because of the wind, and, the, and because of that, they're running the shit out of the ball and the score's more like, you know, 21 to 17 or something like that, right? 21 to 10. That's a narrative, right? And there's and then there's also just the narrative that anytime in the NFL, I mean, anytime the NFL says there's no way this team can beat that team. Every time I've seen that, the other team comes out and plays competitive. So to just think that Denver is hopeless and there's no way they can compete with the mighty Chiefs, just know that the difference between the best teams in the NFL and the super marginal teams in the NFL is about that much. These guys are fucking professionals. These aren't college kids who, are like, oh, my team's lost. I quit. They don't do that shit. So there is a narrative out there that Kansas City can, uh, or, or that Denver can keep this game super competitive and, can, and, and push this and maybe even win this game. All right. I don't, I, I see the line. I know 10.5 point lines aren't won by the underdog often, but I promise you they're covered a lot. Alright, going over to Denver, here's what I need you to remember up front. Russell Wilson sucks as an NFL quarterback. He sucks. He is not good. But we aren't playing build a franchise tonight, are we? We're playing DFS. And when it comes to DFS, he's actually been a good score this year. He scored over 15 points in every game. He has a 30-point total, and he is likely to be in a script where he is going to be running for his life and chunking the ball down the field to be competitive. So to just instantly ax Russell Wilson off because you think he sucks, you don't get how to play fantasy sports, alright? If fantasy sports, I don't give a shit. Daniel Jones sucks as an NFL quarterback, too. I will play his ass fantasy okay because they can be good fantasy quarterbacks the running back situation for Denver is a convoluted mess all right uh Javante Williams does appear as though he is going to be back we don't even have the injury designation on him as we anticipate him to be back tonight Jalil McLaughlin has looked really good while Williams was out and uh hell even when Williams has played but those two are likely to split a lot of the first and second down work right I think you're going to see those two splitting a lot of the work so then you think, well, I can't play P. Ryan because he's the third back. But P. Ryan actually might have the safest role of these three. He is getting a large amount of that third down work. And if P. Ryan is going to get the third down work, he may not get as many snaps, he may not get as many touches as those other ones, but he will be getting the most valuable targets. And at Fantasy Sports, when we can get the cheapest guy getting the most valuable targets, that's what we want. If you think that Denver is going to be playing from behind uh, and and, uh, they're going to be trying to play catch-up the whole game, then I think you have to be very warm to Samaje P. Ryan being that third down back Getting five or six targets out of the backfield. Hopefully, he falls into the box one time and he could break the slate. So, as weird as it may seem, as much as I don't like this Denver running back situation, if you're buying the narrative that the Chiefs are going to be playing from ahead, I think P. Ryan probably offers the best value of these three, and everybody else is going to be spending their time determining what to do between Javante and McLaughlin. And maybe the real answer is just that it's P. Ryan. A wide receiver, to me, there's really only four wide receivers you should even consider from Denver. I don't even know if they've made their fifth wide receiver active from the uh, practice squad. But uh, you've got Judy Sutton, Marvin Mims. That's right, Texas. I get a full week of just dancing on your graves. And you've got Brandon Johnson, okay? So, oh, I I forgot. Samaje. Samaje. Oh, let's go. Let's go. Deal with it. Deal. Hey, tax us if you don't like it. Click off. Okay. So uh, let's see the wide receivers. Look. If you go over here and you look, you see Cortland Sutton is is outpacing and out-targeting Jerry Judy. But I'm telling you, Jerry Judy is the number one wide receiver for the Broncos. He is trending more towards getting more snaps. He is getting targeted more. And there's the simple fact that he's just a better wide receiver than Cortland Sutton. Okay? So Jerry Judy is the number one receiver. I know people are going to look at this snapshot. They're going to look at these targets, and they're going to think Sutton is the number one. He isn't. It is Jerry Judy. I can tell you that. That doesn't mean Jerry Judy is a good play. I'm just telling you, Jerry Judy is definitively the number one wide receiver for the Broncos. From there, Cortland Sutton, uh, you know, is is nice at seventy eight hundred. It is nice to get that price discount for a guy that's always going to be on a field in a game script that will likely be passing a lot, right? But I think that it's these bottom two wide receivers because you're going to need to save some money somewhere. And I think Marvin Mims, you look at that that snap share, it's not great, Bob, 28%. But the one thing I can tell you about Marvin Mims is that he has plays designed for him. And his targets, even though there may be few, they are very, very high-value targets as they are almost always down the field where you can really get all those points with just two or three targets. Brandon Johnson is actually on the field about 50% of plays. He almost acts as their third receiver. Um, and is getting, you know, about the same amount of targets. He doesn't get the same high value number of targets that Marvin Mims does, but he is on the field more. And once again, that great mathematician, I'll never forget what he told me. You got to be on the field to fucking score points. I didn't know why he cussed at me. So these wide, the wide receiver situation for Denver, I think, could be really interesting. Uh, trying to figure out which one of these four is going to go off is going to be uh, th- the key to me, right? Because I think most people are going to be playing 4-2 Chiefs, 5-1 Chiefs tonight. They're just going to play the blowout. So this could be a really good time to maybe try to sneak four Broncos in your lineup, you you know, go with a Russell Wilson, go with whatever running back, go with one of the wide receivers and go with a kicker or a defense or whatever. Right. Speaking of which, the kicker, I never love uh, road kickers, especially road kickers who only have an 18 point total and road kickers who are going to have an 18 point total and be playing in swirly wins. So Will Lutz, maybe he's Will Clutch, but I don't think he's going to be in my lineups. The Broncos' defense, however, is a little bit different. right? They have scored some points. If you go look at their scores, they have had some decent showing so far this year. Once again, we are not playing build an NFL franchise here. We're playing fucking fantasy football. And when you play fantasy football, I don't care if they don't have anybody on their defense who's going to the Hall of Fame. I care about, do they get sacks? Do they get interceptions? Do they get touchdowns? Do they have the ability to return a kick? That is what I care about. And at $3,000, this could be the sneaky piece, right? This could be the sneaky piece you need. Well, uh, what happens if Mahomes scores 28? Okay, well, happens if he throws a pick six and gets sacked four times and they also block a kick and return it to the house right that could happen nobody will be on the broncos defense tonight and at three thousand dollars i don't think that they are a great play but to just instantly x them off because denver is an underdog i think is short-sighted would i play the broncos defense if this were week long not a chance but in a showdown slate defenses always have to be on your radar Moving over to Kansas City, Patrick Mahomes, you know, is is the freest of free squares this week or, or, or tonight? I should say. The question is, you know, like, is there a path to fading him and him not getting there? Absolutely, there is, right? Because at twelve thousand eight hundred, if this game is something like twenty-one to ten, there's a chance that Pacheco just runs two in and Mahomes only gets like eighteen points, and eighteen points on a twelve-eight price tag ain't gonna get you there most likely, right? So there is a path to fading Mahomes, but I think you got to get yourself into a very uh, specific narrative, right? That the Chiefs get ahead and they just run the ball, or that. This game is a slog, uh, whatever it is, but there is a path to fading him, but not if I wouldn't just blindly fade him unless you're buying that script, right? A specific script where he would not be great. The running back situation, Pacheco, I think is going to probably be the second most popular person on the slate tonight, only behind Mahomes. He is clearly the lead back there now. He is averaging, you can see, nearly 16 touches a game. He is electric, and they are likely to be playing from ahead. That is the holy trinity of things you're looking for from a running back. $9,400 is also very affordable. I think he will be very popular in the captain spot as he will save you that couple extra dollars and allow you to get uh, really good flex plays. Jarrett McKinnon uh, always has a nice role because he still is getting that third down work. And Clyde Edwards-Alaire, I mean, the dude's just dust. <laughs> he just sucks, right? He's going to get his four or five touches tonight, and they're going to be garbage touches where he gets, you know, you know, 1.8 points. The guy sucks, okay? I, as soon as I say that, he'll fall in the box twice. But just based on what we've seen this year, Pacheco's uh, uh, rushing share keeps going up. His snap share keeps going up. McKinnon still has the same role as last year. And Clyde Edwards-Alaire, it's this simple. The Chiefs said, damn it, we gave up, a what, like the 33rd overall – No, the 32nd overall pick to get this guy. We got to at least give him this token five carries a game. Wide receiver, look, if you want to figure out the Chiefs wide receiver, I encourage you to go to Vegas and play roulette because it's, it's a shit show, right? Sky Moore and MVS are still getting the most, the most run, right? They are out there the most often. Justin Watson is behind them, and Rasheed Rice is behind them. That is the top four. But none of them are getting a great run of it, right? And I know you're thinking, oh, but Rasheed Rice caught a touchdown last week. That could have been anybody. Okay, He did not get a ton of targets. He did not get a ton of play. He is not playing any more than he was. He just so happened he caught a touchdown last week. And now, all of a sudden, he's the most expensive receiver for the Chiefs? What the fuck ever. So... I you know if you made me guess I you know I'm always going to lean on guys that are on the field more which is going to be Sky Moore and Valdez Scantling and V.S. Um, if you if you made me play a punt I guess Watson but man it's just such a shit show trying to figure out these wide receivers I think there is a path to fading all of them and just hoping that Mahomes gets it done with maybe one of the running backs and one of the tight ends and a kicker or maybe you just play two Chiefs and just hope it's all Mahomes and Pacheco right maybe Mahomes just drops it off get, has completions to 13 guys and nobody gets there except Mahomes and Pacheco. That is one way to play it, right? Uh, Once again, you know how I feel about the kickers tonight. I I will say I'm warmer to a kicker at home with a big total. This could be a game where he makes three field goals, three extra points, and that could get there. And of course, the Chiefs defense is always viable at home with a big lead. There is a good chance the Broncos will be in a script where they're behind, and when you have a defense playing against a team that's playing from behind who's passing every play, that is when defenses can really go off. That's when you get those sacks. That's when you get those interceptions. That's when you get those returned uh, 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 pick sixes, right? So those are all things to consider, but all all comes down to what narrative you think is going to hit tonight, okay? Uh, I, you know, I can give you all kinds of ideas, but I, up at the end of the day, it's up to you to make your player pull. I just encourage you to make a player pull that reflects your narrative and reflects your script, okay? Uh, by the way, let's get to questions, but before we do, djn75.com, come check it out—the fastest-growing community in all of PGA, or excuse me. NFL DFS, wrong show. And look at that. We don't celebrate my wins. We celebrate the community's wins. That's just from last week. Look at all those motherfuckers hitting at NFL. You'll love to see it. And oh yeah, I have the best tool out there called the Rosetta Stone where I give you everything you need. I have my projections on there. I have my leverage. I have my ownership. I have everything you need to help you make the best possible lineups. And I do all of this without price gouging you. Imagine that. Imagine not having to pay more money for your stupid fucking tout site than you play in DFS lineups. What a concept. And also, if you want to try it out, but, you, you, you know, like, ah, you know, you see my app, but I don't know about paying for it, just sign up for my newsletter right here. It's in the description of this video. Simply let right here support uh, djn 75 right here on Twitter know that you signed up, and they will give you a free week on the site. And once you do, you'll just turn around and sign up. So it's a good business move by me. All right, Editor, I see 85 likes. Let's go ahead and do one drawing now, Editor, and when we get to 100 likes, we will do another drawing. Uh, go ahead and draw it, an Editor, to build a lineup with me tonight as I pound this cold brew. Cole brew is smacking at 1221 while he does that i'm going to start answering some questions here uh let's see i'm going to answer some down here at the bottom just because i want to wait to see oh there it is crypto pooper there it is crypto pooper wins get me up to 100 likes we'll do another one uh nathan says is there a narrative where wilson gets there w- on garbage time also let you bounce back tonight also let let's bounce back tonight uh Let's see. I mean, you say bounce back. Anytime you play GPP slates, you should expect to lose. I'm not too worried about losing at a GPP slate. Actually, I did pretty well on that slate the other night. Uh, you know, only down like 20%. When you're playing GPPs, down 20% is a big win. Uh, Wilson gets there in garbage time. Definitely, right? If you think they're going to be playing from behind, like, say say it's like 28-3 to 3 heading into the fourth quarter. You're telling me Russell Wilson can't march him up and down the field twice, get a couple touchdowns, and back toward getting there? I actually kind of like that narrative, right? Uh, I could see that. I could see that. Uh, let's see. Pa, pa, pa. love the cut of this dude's Jim? It's Jib, J I B, pal. Alright, have you already made your lineups new guy? These new guys this year can't they're the worst. All right. What's up, Phil? Oh, you're right, editor. It is doing that thing. Get the fuck off of here. God, it's so annoying. So many narratives to choose from. All right. A 5-1 KC build. I'll tell you what, David, 5-1 builds tend to be pretty different. But when you have this big of a spread, a 5-1 build will not be that. A 5-1 KC build will actually be more common tonight than you think. Okay. So if you're doing it to think you're being different, then I don't like it. If you're doing it because you think Kansas City is going to absolutely boat race Denver, and that's the narrative you want to run with, I'm down with that. There are two P Ryans on this slate. Brothers, I don't think they're brothers. I don't think so. Maybe Cousins. I do not think they're brothers. Uh, are Pacheco and McKinnon captain options with very um, leaky run defense? Yeah, I think Pacheco definitely is. McKinnon and I just worry about like how like he's really, really going to have to get there in efficiency. right? Like, he would need to score those touchdowns early in the game because it, it, you would think that Kansas City is likely going to be playing ahead, and that kills a lot of upside that McKinnon may have, right? Weather. That's right. We checked the weather. Uh, Russell Wilson could never do good. Or he could. No, I mean, I I don't like Russell Wilson. I think he's a terrible NFL quarterback, but he definitely could do good. On a showdown slate, I never play Mahomes because, you know, it's so hard to stack him. But on showdown slates, I like to play Mahomes. At week-long, I never play Russell Wilson because he sucks. But at showdown, I'm definitely open to playing Russell Wilson. Ross or Rice or neither. Man, I think there's a big path to fading all of those wide receivers, uh, uh, Miss Watkins. Uh, but if you made me choose, I would probably go Ross just because of the price savings. I mean, he's literally 110th or almost 111th the price of uh, Rashi Rice. And the Rashi Rice price up is laughable. What is the best way to get unique tonight? Uh, 4-2 Denver builds, especially if it's a 4-2 Denver build with one at the captain, right? Or a 5-1 Denver build if you're feeling feeling particularly spicy, right? And if you do a 5-1 Denver build, I think the only two logical Chiefs run back in that situation would probably be Pacheco and Mahomes. I guess you could go with Kelsey. I'm just worried if he's going to be able to be healthy enough to eat up all of that usage tonight, right? 3-3 Three three is probably unique for this game. I don't think so, Chris. I think four two Chiefs will be the most common, and then probably three three builds will be the second most common, and then probably five one Chiefs will be the third most common. That would be my guess. Think Kelsey is full go? I I, I think he's going to say he's full go, but I, and I think he will play probably about the same amount of snaps as he normally does. I just wonder how you know like how healthy is he, right? Because he's already kind of looking a little old and dusty this year. Now you factor in an ankle injury with that. That's not good. Well, Russ cook today? I don't think he'll cook in the sense that he's going to be efficient or be good, but I think by sheer volume, he could still have a good game. Has my process been getting better? A coincidence? Uh, no, guy in the back, it hasn't. There, I mean, it, it's not a coincidence. You focus on the process and you look at your process and you reflect on your process, it will get better. And what's funny is so many of these people out there don't even have a process. Gun dream for work and DJN. How does it get better? I mean... I don't know, I, I, I don't think it can Here with you, 5-1 okay tonight? Yeah, definitely, Joanne just, you know, I just think that you're going to be getting into the Problem is when you do a 5-1 build, Joanne You're probably going to be getting into a very similar build That a lot of people will be in, right? So just be careful with that, right? Maybe leave some money on the table Maybe pick a weird one that you run it back with Something like that Why not fake Kelsey uh, and Taylor in attendance downright? Yeah, I mean it, look, the, 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 the fact It makes me not even want to watch the game tonight As much as they're going to talk about Taylor Swift What the fuck? Uh, let's see, uh, Judy going to be held out tonight with all these trade rumors heating up. Cody, I've heard those trade rumors too. And there is that narrative that he could be, uh, they they could hold him out or, you know, you you can't, you can't trade, uh, banged up goods. Right. But there's also the counter narrative that they probably want to show him off and get as much value for him as possible. So maybe they feed him 12 times, get him to have a monster game and then trade him. Right. You always want to trade your guy when he has the most value. But I've heard that too and I do think that I do think that needs to be factored in I, and to be honest with you Cody I think it could go either way weather tonight big wins fade wide receivers and kickers yep already kind of touched on that Paul uh, Pacheco captain tonight five one build I, I think that's a good build Andy I'll just warn you that that is going to be a very popular build oh you're not the only person who's had that thought. I know you don't play qualifiers, but if you're going to play a 100-person qualifier, is there anything to know on how you would build them? Yeah, I would just try to get different, right? If you build a 4-2 Denver build, that is going to be particularly different in just a 100-person field, right? Because there's not going to be a large enough sample to try to uh, uh, even that out. So I would be a little bit different, but not crazy different. I don't think you need to go a 5-1 Denver crazy, but I think a 4-2 would have you dramatically different, and you would be you would see the reward of those dividends if that narrative hits. DJ always brings the energy, but Saturday night was off the charts with the OU fight song. Hey, you know what? Boomer's owner. All right. Any 5-1 Denver Bills that could get there. I mean, I guess I could see one. The problem is I just have a really hard time saying who would be the one Kansas City run back. Right? I could see a Wilson, Javante, Judy. Broncos defense, and then, you know, whatever other pass catch you want to do, and then run it back with just Pacheco. But man, that's a a really narrow script. I think 4 2 is probably as much as I would want to lean to the Denver side realistically, right? You also got to remember, I don't play in the big lotteries, right? I'm not playing in one with 300,000 people. I'm I'm playing in one where just a good, solid uh, pivot or counter narrative will often get me good results because I'm not trying to beat 58,000 bajillion people. Uh, let's see, I am a poor, well, you know what, maybe we'll fix that tonight, crypto pooper, because we're building a lineup together, you weirdo, um, let's see, I'm late, did we talk weather yet, does a bear shit in the woods, Bung. All right, man, I see a lot of new names in here. Welcome, you motherfathers. By the way, four more likes, we'll do another drawing. What's the chance that Denver surprises us, beats KC? I don't think they'll beat them, but I I, I think it's very, very likely that they play. The, this game is far more competitive than everybody's saying, right? I just cannot tell you how many times the NFL, oh, this team has no chance. Dude, these are professional teams full of professionals whose only job it is is to be competitive. They're not. I, I just refuse to believe that Kansas City is going to boat race Denver tonight. Are three three builds enough to be different? I don't think so. You thinking about playing any cash contests tonight? I, I think I think that there's a good path to doing that, but I, I don't think I will. I'm gonna I'm gonna save my cash for this weekend. Uh, and college football showdown Friday or Saturday because them idiots be real stupid. Is Kelsey injury significant enough to change the narrative? Absolutely. Absolutely. I think, look, if he's not healthy, like how much does Kansas City's offense really scare you when you don't have a, a, a healthy Travis Kelsey? I don't know. Not. I, it's still good, but it ain't dominant. Is today the day where Justin Watson wins a GPP? I could see that. I mean, dr- look, one of those roulette wide receivers for Kansas City is probably going to do well. If you think you know who it is, more power to you, broseph, because I sure as shit don't. Apollo the King. haven't seen that man in a while. Is there an optimal structure by fading Kelsey even if he still plays? Absolutely. If he plays and he's limited, I think he's a great guy to, to be uh, anti-leveraged on, right? To be negative leveraged on. Uh, Fade Mahomes and Kelsey to be different? That would definitely be different, Davis. I can attest. I don't know if that's the best build, but it's definitely different. Would Judy trade rumors? Yeah, already answered that one. Uh, let's see. Let's see. Up to 99 likes, you mother Uh, Jerry McKinnon captain the move tonight. Look, only if you think this game's going to shoot out or the Chiefs are going to be from behind. Uh, if, if the Chiefs get ahead early, you better hope that he caught a screen and took it to the house because he's probably not going to see a ton of action if they're up, you know, like 24 to 7 in the third quarter. He'll, he's probably going to be sidelined, right? He may get the occasional third down play, but, uh, you know, they're just going to be running the shit out of the ball and draining the clock. Uh, do you feel a Denver captain is viable? Absolutely. Absolutely, I do. Uh, let's see. Let's see. I already talked about the Jerry Judy trade rumors. I think there is something you could go either way on that. Once again, that could be part of your narrative, right? They're going to show him off because they want to get high trade value or they want to keep him protected not have him get hurt. So he's going to be a nothing burger. I'm going to play more Sutton and, uh, and Mims. I buy that one too. I, it's, it's your narrative. Okay. Should we care about Judy Trade Rumors? All right, you guys are very uh, into this question. Oh, by the way, editor, I see 101 likes. Go ahead and drop me a uh, another drawing, please. Uh, is, uh, is captaining one of the Kansas City wide receivers too much of a gamble? Uh, no, I don't think so. I, I, it, like, it, it, the pro- I, I think that they make for really good captains because we don't know who's going to go off, but whoever will go off could really go off and catch two touchdowns, right? It's just so random, right? Just be ready to go down in flames. But I think if you're playing GPP, you always want to be ready to go down in flames. And single entries, less than $500 CEH, a good play in blowouts. I mean, I guess he could get there. Maybe get some fourth quarter touches. I just, I don't know. I just, I'm so over that guy. 4-2 Chiefs with a Bronco at captain different. I don't think so. I, don't, I think that'll be more common than you think, Nick. Uh, Dylan, uh, 5-1 Kansas City, almost 20 projected. Yeah, that's I, I don't like that. Uh, you're getting into a really narrow script, and you're not even being different, Dylan. You see, because you got it at 20% there, right? So Kelsey hasn't legally changed his name to Swift yet? No, I, I don't believe so. Uh, all right, let's see. Pumpkin Swag. I mean, of course when it's October, a guy named Pumpkin Swag wins. Reach out to me. We will build a lineup tonight. Uh, Let's see. Chiefs defense, uh, captain for the win. I I think that makes a lot of sense. If if, if Broncos get behind, you could see a game where Russell Wilson gets sacked five times. He throws a pick six. Maybe he throws a late one at the very end of the game. There's two pick sixes. It's not the craziest, right? Uh, I forgot to, how to contact you. I'm getting old. I'm at the Degenerate75 on Twitter, or if you're over on the Discord, just simply send me a DM over there. Pretty good. That's all right. We all get old, Crypto Pooper. I have a note here. Um, they suck. Yep, you ain't wrong. You ain't wrong. I wrote that down. Hold on. I wrote down a quick note about all the Texas players in this game. Hold on. It says, um, oh, yeah, they fucking suck. Sorry. Deal with it, Texas. All right, will Russ, we'll Russ hand it to Javante at the goal line? Yes, he will, and Javante will get stuffed because he sucks. Or he'll just fall over and die because he got tackled. Uh, 4-2 Kansas build different. I think so because I don't think there's going to be many Jayhawks in this game. So if you're playing four Kansas Jayhawks, that's a bold play, Matthew. Uh, no, 4-2 Kansas is, is going to be the most common build. The most common build. Uh, all right. Awesome. I'm in the Discord. Let's go, you mother father, you pumpkin swag mother father. I, l- I like when the guys in the Discord win it more. Not going to lie. Not going to lie. Any advice for my Vegas trip? Uh, n- uh, 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 Limit your hookers. Limit your blow. Do not limit your craps. That's the three rules I always follow, okay? Uh, play golf, not roulette. Hey, don't mind that advice. Hey guys, 100 and what, 140 of you here. I appreciate you guys swinging by on a Thursday afternoon. Do not forget to be at the live stream, uh, Saturday night at seven o'clock. And don't forget to like and retweet over on Twitter. That will get you in this drawing right here. My winners reach out to me. Good luck tonight for all of you on my discord. I will be streaming at six o'clock tonight when we get the inactives. So be there for that. Uh, and all my big guys, I will probably be doing a chat right before that guys. It's been real. It's been fun. I will see you Saturday night. Enjoy this outro in the meantime. I just realized I got my beard trimmed and I look good. Now let's enjoy that outro. Your mother father.